good afternoon, good evening, good day, everybody. It is Saturday, June 2nd, and, oh, sorry, July 2nd, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the, well, I'm grabbing that briefcase, hopefully. Jeremy Pierce, welcome, welcome, one and all. As always, you can check me out on the socials, Twitter, the 215, Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube, Charismatic Creations, underscore, well, yeah, underscore 52 on Instagram. Last week, we had our Forbidden Door preview. Today, we got the Money to Bank preview. It's going to be a little extended preview just because the event is on a Saturday, so by the time this goes up, the, the show, if you listen to it, the show will be going on, but I'm going to actually dive into a couple of the people who I think should win and the importance of them winning, what it would do for their careers. But for now, you all know what's next, so just go on and hit my music. On the news front, um, let alone what we got. We got Death Before Dishonor was announced. It'll be taking place Saturday, July 23rd from Lowell, Massachusetts. The poster features all of our champions, the Ring of Honor World Champion, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, the Ring of Honor TV Champion, the Ring of Honor Pure Champion, and the Ring of Honor Women's champion now can we just get a damn tv deal streaming deal something vince mcmahon is back in trouble um a past rape allegation that he settled with has come out from a 1992 she uh for by rita shatterton she says the assault occurred in 1986 and she came forward in 1992 this is being picked up by the news keep your ears to the ground Another AEW original is gone from the company, and that would be Alan Angels of the Dark Order. So they've lost two members already, and fans are not happy. It feels like AEW just not really caring about the Dark Order anymore. It kind of sucks because they are true and blue AEW originals. And. Evil Uno shuts down the the rumors of the Dark Order's demise. He says we're not dead. So I hope I hope I hope things change because we we I love the Dark Order. Anna J is even still there, but she changed her colors. She doesn't even wear her Dark Order colors anymore. <sighs> Sasha and Naomi are still listed on the Eternal rosters, even though pretty much Sasha's been released. Naomi's I guess working on a new contract. And um, the higher-ups in, in the WWE are trying to smooth things over with Sasha, trying to bring her back to the fold. But I think she's done. Forbidden Door did a $5 million pay-per-view buy and buys and a $1 million door, uh, according to Tony Khan. If it did that, that's, that's pretty, pretty fucking amazing, actually. If it did all of that, that's, 
that's solid. Raw ratings for the Go Home Show for Money the Bank dropped slightly. Um, they brought in 1.95 million viewers with a 0.54 and the 18 to 49 demo. The demo didn't change, but they lost about uh, 30,000 viewers. Oh, that's actually not not bad. See if they can get up to two back over to two million. NXT ratings drops big big time. Uh, they did 570,000 viewers. That is down from 630,000 viewers from the previous week. With a point eleven in the eighteen to forty nine demo, last week they did a point eighteen. So up and down, up and down, up and down it goes for NXT. WWE signed Bellator star Valerie Loreda to a multi year deal. This is one of their big, I guess, signings. Uh, she'll probably get a, a push over over other people. And um, like Triple H made a public statement about. They're happy. They're they, they're pushing her. She's probably going to debut in NXT quite soon. Uh, Santana got injured during the Blood and Guts match. It looks like it has to do with his knee. He did a Uranagi and his knee buckled. He did not wrestle for the rest of the match. So he's going to get an MRI done, but he's probably going to be out for a long period of time. And there's a chance he could actually be on his way out of AEW. Um... He just put on Twitter 126 days and soon could he be leaving? Um, there sounds like there's even some issues between him and Ortiz. So we'll, we'll keep our air out for that, for more on that. Carl Shida made her return, teaming with Yuka Sakazaka to defeat Heather Reckless and Lanny Nuck on an episode of Dark. And we, you know, we got to get the, we got to get the, the number one champion back gotta get her on, on screen all right uh logan paul the human shit stain that he is has officially signed with the wwe um it's a apparently it's a long-term deal and he's coming for the miss so whatever fuck logan paul aw dynamite ratings guess what pulled in over a little over 1 million viewers with a point 49 and the 18 or 49 demo that is very 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 good um, Io Shirai's contract is expiring very soon. I'm hoping she leaves the WWE. She was never getting caught up to the main roster. In my opinion, she is the best women's wrestler on the planet. And they kind of just wasted her. So there's a chance she could just always go back to Japan to be with friends and family. I'm, I'm really curious to see what Io is going to do. She's my favorite women's wrestler today. Adam Cole was out with a very, very serious concussion. Everybody's hurt, man. This is this is bananas. This is fucking nuts. And uh, Impact held their Against All Odds uh, special. So the results are as follows. The Motor City Machine Guns defeated the Bullet Club. Chelsea Green and Deanna Peraza defeated Mickey James and Mia Yim. Mike Bailey defeated... Trey Miguel, X Division Championship. Mike Bailey retains. Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary were defending against Daniel Dashwood and Giselle Shaw. They retained their 10 man tag match of Honor No More taking on the Good Brothers, America's Most Wanted, and Heath. The Good Brothers, Heath, and America's Most Wanted won that. Ravens Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. Sammy Callahan versus Moose. And a very brutal and bloody affair. Moose wins. That's Knockout World Championship. Jordan Grace defending against Tasha Steele. Jordan Grace wins that. 
And in our main event, Josh Alexander defending the Impact World Championship against Joe Doring. Josh Alexander retains. That's the news, and we shall be right back. Ooh, boy, we had a nice little fun week. Uh, Monday Night Raw, we had the return of Cena, and it was the uh, Money the Bank Go Home show. It was a fun show, nothing special. Um, Matt Riddle won a last chance battle royal to qualify for the Money the Bank, but remember, as long as Roman Reigns is champion, he can't challenge Roman Reigns for the championship. Remember that, all right, guys. Cena had run-ins with the Street Profits, who asked him about how to overcome, and it was just never give up. He had run-ins with Zeke, Omos, and MVP, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and there were also sound bites from past superstars, even ones from AEW, congratulating John Cena on his 20-year career. Um, I just hope they celebrate Rey Mysterio like this. Montez Ford, BJ. Um, the Judgment Day had a run with the Mysterios and the challenging them to a match. We had an in-ring interview with The Miz, which led to a match with AJ. AJ won by countout as The Miz just walked off. Just left. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there, there, there was that uh, Liv Morgan beat Alexa Bliss. Vince, once again, showed up and introduced Cena. And Cena says some stuff. Um, you know how Cena does says things that make sense, but it's nothing very specific. It's just really platitudes. Um, Bobby Lashley beat the Alpha Academy in a handicap match. He had a rehabilitation promo from Cody, uh, putting over everybody in the men's money, the bank match. But he specifically said that if Seth wins, he'll be the first to congratulate him. And Becky won an elimination, last chance elimination match to qualify for Money the Bank. It also featured a match where Nikki, ASH, Zia Shayna Baszler, and Dewdrop. Dewdrop looked like a star here. So Dewdrop got the first two eliminations. Or was it Becky? Becky eliminated Nikki, and I think she eliminated Zaya, and then Dewdrop el- eliminated Shayna. Um it was good. It was it was it was a really it was a really fun match. Over on Dynamite we had Blood and Guts! Blood and Guts! Blood and Guts! Blood and Guts! Um Orange Cassidy debuted his new theme, which was his old indie theme. Uh, he defeated Ethan Page. Uh Dan Lambert before the match got the best friend sent back because they don't have a manager's license. But it was fun. Orange Cassidy actually drank orange juice to power up. As long as we do this sporadically, it will be fun. Um, Christian cut another promo, and we're uh, listen. We're digging into this heel Christian, and we had a newly heel Luchasaurus. He got uh, him a match against Serpentico, and he just murdered him. He won with a variation of the snare trap, which is a uh, Jungle Boy's finisher. Dan Housen needed some tag team partners to take on the gun club of Max Caster. And he he found some guys that were um, really good at wrestling. You may know them as uh, FTR, the IWGP Ring of Honor and AAA Tag Team Champions. They won the match. And after the match, Billy, um, well, Billy Gunn turned on his sons. Anthony Bones can walk. 
So question is, are the gun club heels or are they faces? We, we need to explore this more, but I'm, I'm definitely going to enjoy this feud. This is going to be a really, really, really fun feud. Um, Jay Cargo def defended the TBS championship in an open challenge against Layla Gray, which she won. And she was like, she wanted some real competition. So Athena and Chris Statlander ran out. Layla Gray helped the baddies beat him down. And she wanted to shake. She went to shake um, Stokely Hathaway's hand, hand and Jay swatted away. So Layla may not be a baddie. So we, we don't know. We had the blood and guts match. Finally, it was the Blackpool Combat Club, Cesaro, Wheeler, Utah, and John Moxley. With Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. Jericho, Sammy, Hager, Matt Menard, Cool Hand Luke, and Daniel Garcia. Um, this match was everywhere. It was all over the place. Inside the ring, outside the ring. He'll take Hans issue who got involved. Santana did get, get injured in this match. And in the end, Claudio tapped out um, Jericho on top of the cage as Cla uh, Eddie was. No, no, Eddie had a, had his submission in on um, Jericho on top of the cage, but Claudio had a submission, I believe, on Matt Menard and tapped him out, which hurt Eddie. Um, he wanted to tap out Jericho, so we're we're still diving into this history that Eddie Kingston and Claudio has. This is a fun match. This is a really really fun match. Uh, question is, where do everybody, where does everybody go from here? I think it's probably harder for the JES to figure out what their next move is. Over on Impact, we had the Against All Odds Go Home Show, which was fun. Giselle Shaw had beat Rosemary, and she's now starting to be paired with the influence. Um, Rosemary then summoned Father James Mitchell to go get Havoc because it's going to be all hands on deck and. Chris Sabin and Kazarian had a banger of a match. Over on SmackDown, we had the Money to Bank Go Home Show. WWE does this really dumb, you know, the dumb thing they do where if it's a ladder match or a Money to Bank match, people gotta sit, stand on, sit on top of the ladders to cut promos and talk. It's fucking stupid. The only person that didn't climb was Omos. We didn't have a battle royal, which Corbin won. It was a random battle royal. Nothing was on the line. There were no stakes for it. Natalia shrugged all Ronda Rousey's comments from last week. The newly hailed Viking Raiders took out the New Day one more time. Um, Oscar Liv and Alexa Bliss, Team Raw, took on Lacey Evans, Shotzi Blackheart, and Raquel Rodriguez. Team Raw won. Becky was on commentary, and she laid out Oscar after the match with the manhandle slam. We had a really, really great in-ring promo battle between the Street Profits and the Usos. It was really good. Um, that was really one of the, the highlights of the show. Uh, Max's Max Dupree finally debuted Max's model management with Mace, who's now Massey, and and Mansour, who's now Mansois. Uh, all I know is people are titillated. Things are titillating. It's it's getting titillizing up in here. We'll see, we'll see how this goes. Mad Cat Moss won a fatal four-way defeating The Miz, Ezekiel, and Happy Corbin to get the last spot for the Money in the Bank match. I really wanted Corbin here, um, but Pat laughed at Corbin for losing. It happens, young boy. It happens. 
Over on Rampage, we had the Royal Rampage, which was pretty much two battle royals and two different wing, uh, rings. When it came down to the final two, they uh, was going to move it to one ring and last eliminate the whoever's left. The winner of this match was Brody King, so he will be taking on Moxley Wednesday for the uh, interim championship, world championship. The Young Bucks defeated Yoshihashi and Haruku Goda. Jonathan Gresham cut a promo saying he hears about Claudio and Dane said that they're the best Thunderbird wrestlers on the world. But we all know how good Jonathan Gresham is, and he knows how good he is. He's going to prove that when he and Lee Marardi take on two members from Tully Blanchard Enterprises. And in our main event, Tony Storm defeated Nyla Rose. Uh, Nyla had Marina Shafir with her. Thunder Rose saved Tony Storm from a beatdown after the match. Our matches of the week from Forbidden Door. Sting, Darby Allin, and Shingo Takagi taking on the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo. Also from Forbidden Door, the IWGP United States Championship will... Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. That might have been the best match of the entire week. Uh, from from Dynamite, the Blood and Guts match. From Impact, Chris Saban versus Frankie Kazarian. And from Against All Odds, the X Division Championship match, Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel. The Clockwork Orange House of Fun match, Moose versus Sammy Callahan. And also from Against All Odds, the Impact Knockouts Championship, Tasha Steeles taking on the champion, Jordan Grace. Our star of the week, it has to be Claudio Castagnoli. Um, yeah, that was, it was a fun, it was a fun. We had really, really good wrestling. Um, I enjoyed it immensely, but let me know what you guys think, and we'll be right back with our Money in the Bank preview. Money the Bank, now officially a part of the big five. I still think they have a big six because you still have Clash of Champions. Actually, will there be a Clash of Champions this year? That's that's really hmm. That's really interesting. Let's go to 2022. Money the Bank. There is a clash. There is no clash of champions this year, so I guess there will be. I guess there's a big five this year. I will be going to Extreme Rules. That is for damn sure. Didn't they have an Extreme Rules in Philadelphia? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm like all over the place. Do. Seven. They come to they come to Philly every couple of like every other year. They're in Philadelphia at a ground. I feel like this, I feel like yeah, there was a string rules in 2019 in Philly. That was Seth versus Brock for the championship. Damn, man. They were here in 2020, 2019. Bro, they come to Philly every, like, every year. I love it. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Big five. One of the most exciting pay-per-views that 
we have that they do it's very hard to water it down the only way you can really water it down is by really changing the stipulation but also making the winners win feel like nothing so last year on the women's side nikki ash won the briefcase she cashed in successfully against charlotte flair who has been cashed in on she's been cashed in on three times like that's pretty that's pretty crazy and biggie won his briefcase last year and i f he was going to win he was the favorite but i'm gonna be honest with y'all nikki and biggie's reigns weren't great nikki's i think nikki's reign only lasted three months three months or so and biggie's reign he just lost every single match and eventually lost to um Brock Lesnar in that fatal five way hasn't been the same since. So their 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 reigns weren't that great. But we're on we're on to this year's we're on to this year's Money in the Bank uh pay-per-view. Um, or for a premium live event. We've got what's that six matches? We've got six matches once again, but Obviously, they're booking it. The show is being booked it by two longer matches. So, we've got a couple of title matches on the card, too, actually. So, first up, we've got... I don't know the order, but we've got the... SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey defending against Natalya. Now, you guys know this was originally supposed to be... Um, Ronda versus Sasha. We know how that turned out. But uh, this feud got turned up a notch doing very, very well on social media. And then don't forget last week. <sighs> Ronda obliterated Natalia with his fucking promo. It was it's pretty crazy. Actually, she kind of she she obliterated her. And mind you, these two are friends in real life. They're friends. So they were saying these things to each other. But, you know, what? it's it's, it's stuff that they've heard. It's it's stuff that they heard. It's whatever. But um, I think the outcome of this match and the other women's championship match is a foregone conclusion. Question is, how will the, the journey be? How will the, the in-ring journey be? It's going to be good. Ronda and Natalya are very good workers, especially Natalya. Um, this is going to be a really good match. It's going to be intense. It might be slow at times, but that's okay. I think fans need to get accustomed to seeing just a little some more technical wrestling with power sprinkled in. Natalia and Ronda are going to do that. But Ronda's winning this match. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Same thing for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defending against Carmella. As we know, it's supposed to be Bianca versus Naomi. We know the story behind that. And... Then it was supposed to be Bianca versus Rhea. We were building towards that, but Rhea got hurt. So we've got Bianca versus Carmella. Carmella won a battle. No, it was eliminated. It was a fatal five way. Um, uh, Carmella's the, the 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 hand. Carmella's the Carmella's the easy hand. Someone you can call on. You can get to to make sure you know you have an opponent ready. Carmella's always ready. 
and she's built herself up to be a competent um in ring competitor we uh, here's the thing we've seen this match hundreds and hundreds of times i'm exaggerating but we've seen this match when they were both on smack that's why i hated the part that's why i hated the draft when they essentially just dra- brought everybody from the smack Women's division over to raw bianca carmella Zelina, live all were just brought over to raw huh but bianca's winning this match um things are going to build to bianca versus Becky at SummerSlam, but Bianca's winning this match. We've got the United States Championship match. Austin Theory defending against Bobby Lashley. And in between, this just wasn't fun. Somehow the somehow the Alpha Academy was dragged into this. That's just not good. And Lashley's been dominating them. But uh, uh, here's the thing. I honestly thought that they would have put Austin Theory in the Money in the Bank match. I legit thought that was going to happen. I thought that was going to be a foregone conclusion. But I was wrong. So here we are with the championship match. Um, I think Lashley's going to win. I know Theory is Vince's protege, so on and so forth. But we have to keep the momentum of Lashley. We do. We have to keep the momentum of Lashley. He's got to stay dominant. He's got to stay. He's got to stay vigilant. We've got to stay making him look good. And this is a championship he's held before. And I would love to see Lashley get this belt and start defending against um, more power opponents. But lastly, I think I got Lashley winning this match. Now, for the undisputed tag team championships, the Usos defending against the Street Profits, this is a toss-up. I, I I know a lot of people think that the Usos are just gonna walk away with this. I don't know. They've we've been telling the story of the Street Profits being meaner, getting a mean streak. We've been telling the story of the Profits trying to up the game that they can beat the Usos in one-on-one matches, but when it comes to the tag team match, something is just missing. Something's off. Now, on the Friday night year, I picked the uh, the Street Profits to win this match. I'm still sticking with the Street Profits to win this match. I just... Yes, the Usos are dominant, but I like I I I I like the edge that the profits are bringing, and I at some point they've got to beat the Usos in a tag match, right? They've got to defeat them. So I'm going with the Usos. Now, onto our two Money in the Bank matches. We'll start with the women's match. So, listen. As much as I love her, out of every woman in this match, Shotzi's my favorite. Like who I, who I cheer for next to Oscar. I love Shotzi. Shotzi has no shot at winning this match. And you know what? Neither does Raquel. So that brings it down to Becky, Oscar, Liv, Alexa, and Lacey. So who's winning this match? Well, first of all, we gotta we gotta ask ourselves by winning this match, will it help them? Will it be important? Do they deserve to win this match? So Lacey Evans been getting this All-American push going back and forth. Um, she's solid in the ring. Oh, you know, pretty good on the mic. 
but would she truly truly benefit from this because you also got to remember who the champions are if I, if I believe that Ronda and Bianca are retaining for me that narrows narrows down our list of winners Lacey Evans is a face um we've only have two heels in this match Shotzi and Becky Lacey could benefit from it if they want to really go all in hard doing this all-american gimmick but I don't see her winning um neither do I see uh Raquel I must always smell <laughs> smile Rodriguez winning I don't I, I no no shot no chance then there are the other four all from raw alexa bliss just got back um she hasn't actually been champion for women's champion for a very long time remember there was a period where she just kept winning the belt she's she's a five-time women's champion i believe and alexa they want to dive into the reform rebranded Alexa with Lily. They could give her give it to her. Um, Asuka won it two years ago. And that's how she got her ring. This was during the pandemic. And Asuka's the wild card because she could always win and do amazing things. Because Asuka, Asuka does amazing things. But I think when it when it's all said and done, the tried and true that really honestly have a chance to win this briefcase are Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. Um, outside of, I'm trying to think, Lacey and Shotzi. Everyone else there has held a championship. Outside of Lacey, Shotzi, and Liv, everybody else there has held some form of a championship. Raquel's NXT Women's Champion. Um, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Becky are also former women's champions. We've been telling the story of Liv is good, but she can't quite get over the hump. Can't just quite get there and get over the top. And she's fighting and she's clawing and she's scratching. She's trying to make it there. Liv Morgan would benefit the most, hands down, bar none, from winning this match. It will be validation of all of her hard work, just like how Carmella... Um, one money the bank but becky we've been telling the story of that she's desperate that she will do anything and we know who's on the poster that's 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 gonna play a part see the the heart says live the head says becky lynch and question is do they want to Give the briefcase to Becky while Bianca has a new challenger at SummerSlam. That's the important question. Or could you just have Becky cash in? I like Becky to win. I like the desperate measures she'll take to win this match. And remember, the last time she got close to winning the briefcase, Alexa Bliss knocked her off and took it for herself. So... Pay attention to that. But I like Becky Lynch to win this match. Over on the men's side. Seth Rollins, Mad Cat Moss, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, and Matt Riddle. Now, 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 now. Let's make a note of... <coughs> excuse me. Who's not winning this match. 
Mad Cat Moss, I don't even know why they put him in here. He's not winning. He's got no chance. And neither does Omas. I know why he isn't here. There's always got to be a giant in the match. The women's match is Raquel. The men's match is Omas. It's going to be kind of crazy seeing Omas climb the ladder. Sheamus and Drew, I don't think have shots either. Um, Sheamus has already been uh, money to bank and cashed in. Drew hasn't, but he's been cashed in on. I, I don't see him nor Sheamus winning. So that leaves Matt Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins. Storyline-wise, all three of these guys make sense to win the briefcase. Now, Matt Riddle is the weird one because he can't challenge Roman Reigns as long as Roman Reigns is champion. So why is he even in this fucking match unless Brock wins the last man standing match at SummerSlam? Riddle's, Riddle's the odd, odd pick here, but I don't see him winning. Now, Sami Zayn said he is, if he does win, he's just holding the briefcase to protect Roman. But Sami's so good, Sami is conniving. Question is, do you do you really see them putting the world championship on Sami Zayn? I think the guy should be champion at some point. Would he get one of those three-month test reigns that they like to give out? Sammy's Sammy's really, really, really weird here. Cause I would I would lose my shit if Sammy Zayn won this won this match and got the briefcase. Just to see him troll the the bloodline always coming for him. Yo, is you gonna stick to your word? Now he's buddy buddy. Now he's officially in the bloodline. Now that he has the briefcase. That's that that's a good one. That's a good, good way they could go. But for me, also on the poster. Storyline, Seth Rollins. He's got the most famous cash in. Um, they've been making note of the last man standing match between uh, uh, Brock and between Roman at SummerSlam. That at the end of the match, who whoever wins that match is going to be down for the count. They're going to be hurt. They they won't have any fight left in them. Easy money. Pick your spot cash in on them, and it makes sense for Seth freaking Rollins to do it that's the kicker will will it go down like that I don't know but I do like Seth to win um I actually do like Seth to win and not only win but cash in successfully the woman's one I'm a little if if you but Seth he's my favorite here to win the men's money in the bank match now i think riddle winning would um benefit his career much he's probably the most over guy in the company right now now that cody is injured and they could do a lot with riddle he they should capitalize on him being popular it could even benefit from a a randy orton hill turn but i like seth let me know what you guys think by the time you listen to this we will have had the pay-per-view but uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate it all. Don't forget to check me out on the socials. Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Charismatic underscore Creations 52 on Instagram of the 215 on Twitter next week. I don't know. Come back Wednesday for the July schedule. I will figure it out. I know for a fact next month 
we will have the SummerSlam preview. We might do a little, a little fun SummerSlam things, but uh, we'll we'll dive into that uh, coming soon. And uh, we will also have the um, the first two episodes of the Filthy Casual, my nice little roundtable with some wrestling fans where we just talk wrestling, man. I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to do that to bring that to you all. And as always. Zia Lee, Wendy Chu, and Gigi Dolan. Holla at your boy. Peace.